you're listening to A Labor for Love, the podcast that's all about helping moms find encouragement and hope through authentic, everyday stories of motherhood. I'm your host, Sierra Sullivan. Welcome back to another episode of A Labor for Love. In episode 15, I gave a life update, but there was more going on for our family during the month of August that I didn't share at the time. Um, I think I still needed some time to process all that had happened. And now that we're on the other side of it, I feel like I'm now ready to share. August 3rd, it was my son's first day back to school and my husband was laid off. It was unexpected and one of the hardest things that we've been through as a family. And prior to that day, um, there had been a lot of changes happening in his company, but we thought that his job was safe. So when we got the news, we were shocked to say the least. In this episode, I want to talk about what I experienced and what I learned about myself as we dealt with the job loss. Um, But before I move forward, I do have to acknowledge my husband and his work ethic. Every day I saw him working so hard to find a new job. Like he literally hit the ground running um, on the day that he was laid off. And all that hard work paid off because he ended up securing multiple job offers Um, and accepting a new job by the beginning of September. And he since started that job and he's happy with where he's at. And I just want to say that I'm so proud of him and honestly in awe of him and how he handled the whole situation. So the day before he was laid off, we knew that it was a possibility just based on things that were happening um, at his job but we weren't certain until he got a meeting request for the next day. And then the next morning, other people were getting let go. So we knew that it was likely going to happen to him as well. And I remember just like my mind going like completely to worst case scenario. Um, And honestly, I was fearful about our future and how things would work out. Again, this is something that we hadn't been through before. And I don't think I have known anyone that's been laid off or if I have it just wasn't discussed and so I just wasn't sure like what to expect at all I was also really worried about the kids I think that was one of the the biggest things for me uh, just kind of in the immediate aftermath of what had happened I did not want them to have to experience life any different from what they already knew Um, It was my son's first day of school. So like something exciting was happening in our house, but also something um, completely unexpected at the same time. And I was just really super protective of them in that moment. And I didn't want them to miss out on anything. Um, A good example, one thing that was up for discussion was whether or not we would start Skylar in preschool. Uh, We had already paid the deposit, um, but with the uncertainty of how long we would be without an income, We really had to consider if that was still feasible. And that was a really emotional decision to wrestle with for me because she was so excited for school. And I just didn't want to take that away from her. And then how do you explain to a three-year-old why she can't go to school, why she can't do something that she's been looking forward to? Um, So that was really hard for me to just think through and process. Um, And ultimately, 
you know, she ended up going to school. We didn't have to pull her out. Um, and so it worked out, but in the moment it was, it was just a really hard decision. As the days and the weeks added up um, without my husband having a job, I found myself feeling really anxious and I made it my goal to not let my anxiety get so bad that it would lead to panic attacks. I've had them off and on for a few years and it's a horrible feeling when it happens. And so I had to work really hard to keep my stress and anxiety under control. And there were a few things that helped me um, do that, like continuing to stay in our normal routine. So getting up early and working out, um, talking to the people who are close to me about what was going on and what I was feeling. Um, I had actually started reading through um, the book of Psalms at the beginning of August. And so that is something that I continued to do throughout the month and then crying in the shower. Those There were so many days where I felt just overwhelmed with trying to be a supportive wife and keeping things as normal as possible for the kids. And the only place where I felt like I could just let it all out was in the shower. And there would be days where I would just cry. Um, and then I would pull myself together, try to do the best I could to get through the day. But it felt like there were always just like tears beneath the surface. And it was really hard. Um, I think part of me was trying not to um, burden Tommy with my anxiety, knowing that he was doing all that he could, you know, working day and night to find a job and dealing with his own stress as well. And so I often turn to um, my friends for support. In hindsight, I know that those feelings, you know, being a burden, that's something that was completely untrue because we talked about all of our anxieties and our stresses. I, so I told him my worst case scenario thoughts and it was fine. Like it was never too much for him, but in the moment, that's just how I felt. And that's something that I know that I can continue to work on. And what I've also learned about myself though, through this is that when there is something big happening for me, it's important for the people that I consider my close friends or the people that I'm around often to know when something big is happening and to know what's going on. And I think back to, you know, when I was younger and I, I used to be good at hiding um, behind a fake smile and pretending that everything was okay. But as I've gotten older, I've found myself just being able to be more honest about what's really happening. And that doesn't mean that everyone knows everything that's going on in our family, but for the people that play a significant role in my life, I have to just be honest about what's going on. And so telling my friends, you know, what was happening was super helpful because then on any given day, I had multiple people checking in on me, praying for us, um, which helped tremendously. Um, we had friends that stepped up for us too, just, you know, providing us with food or gift cards or opportunities to hang out and do some fun stuff, which just helped to take my mind off of all the stress of the moment. Um, and I thank God for that because without them, it would have been much harder. If you listen to episode 12, that's where I talked about 
just lessons that I'm learning and have, have learned in this season of being a stay-at-home mom. You might remember me talking about really leaning into the truth that my identity is not in what I do. Well, that is something that was definitely tested um, through this whole process. Watching my husband apply for and interview for jobs really had an impact on how I see myself. I honestly became terrified <laughs> thinking about what it would be like if I had to re-enter the workforce. Uh, and about halfway through the month, I actually like started looking at jobs, but I got completely overwhelmed. And really, I wasn't in a position where I needed to be looking for work, but I think I was really motivated by fear again. And I started thinking about all the what ifs and going back to work was one of those things. And when I think about just my original decision to take a career pause and to be at home, uh, one of my biggest fears was my husband losing his job and us not having an income to fall back on. And so then that was a huge leap of faith. And as you can tell, it continues to be a faith journey. And I think one thing that God continues to show me is that our financial security is something that we have to consistently entrust to him. And even when it's hard and unclear, we just have to trust him. And he's never let us down. He's continued to provide for us, um, even when, you know, to us, in our minds, things look like they might be difficult. And I'm so grateful because even without a job, we had, were still okay, more than okay. And so, again, that's just something that I'm reminded of like trusting in God, even when things might not seem like they're going to work out. But back to just the, my own perspective of myself, just watching again, everything that Tommy was doing from reaching out to connections, interviewing, working on his resume, all of these things to quote unquote, sell himself to a future employer. Like for me, it just was really discouraging because I felt like if I have to do that at some point, I'll be unprepared. Um, I started to question my capabilities and if I need to be doing something else to gain a new skill while I'm at home and wondering if I need to be doing more, more with my time. Um, there were just so many thoughts that I was contending with. And again, this is where friends are so important um, because I talked to a, a couple of friends and they reminded me of what was true. They reminded me that, you know, I'm here in this season of being a stay-at-home mom for a reason, that my time at home is valuable, that I have a wide skill set, and there are plenty of examples of women returning to work after being at home. And I think the biggest thing uh, for me is just the if, like if it came down to me having to find work, and that's a big if, if that happened, you know, I would find something. And so those reminders were really helpful to me in a time where I was letting the, the negative thoughts and the what ifs consume my, my mind. If the last two months have reminded me of anything, again, it's just that God is faithful. He is our provider. Everything we have comes from him. 
and he's proved himself faithful time and time again. And he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to prove himself to us at all, but you know, through our daily life, through the ups and downs, like he's been there for us and he's been faithful. And I see that you know, I personally have an opportunity just to grow in my trust of the Lord. And I think as we navigated just the job loss, I can look back now and see that I was operating from a place of fear a lot of times. And I'm, again, so grateful for our community, um, the people in our lives and their prayers and their faith, because I think those are the things that carried us through. And now that we're on the other side of this, you know, I have this experience to, to look back on. So when the next challenge comes, you know, I can go back and say, okay, Sierra, look what God did then. He's going to do even more now. Thanks for joining me this week on A Labor for Love. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I created this space to share authentic, everyday stories of motherhood. And I wanted to share this part of our story with you because it's real life. And I know we're not the only ones that have experienced something like this. I hope that me sharing what I've learned through this experience gives you some hope. Know that you're not alone in whatever you might be struggling with. Lean into your community, have faith, and trust that there is good on the other side.